0: In the next hour, we want to put a smile on your face, elevate your endorphins, and bring you happiness. Welcome to Say Yes, Be Happy with Natalie Botros. We spend so much of our lives chasing happiness, it might just be where you least expect it to be. Natalie and her guests are going to show you how and where to find it. And now, your host, Natalie Botros.
1: Welcome, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, your host. Welcome to my show, Say Yes, Be Happy, where each week I choose a different topic and we find with my guests the silver lining, the happy and the positive about it. This week, our discussion is going to be about intuitive healing. I know that we are surrounded by stress and the pandemic didn't help us. And actually, when the pandemic was over, I personally got even more stressed because going back to life and adding everything to my life. I don't have time for anything. So it's, it's like the stress is building around us. And uh, as we know, stress is not very good for our health. So I decided to bring you someone that will help us maintain this inner peace and awaken our innate intuitive power. Let me talk to you about my amazing guest. She is a medical intuitive healer and with 27 years experience working with clients all over the world. She has 10 books and is Amazon number one best-selling author. She is also the host of Natural Healing Show for UK Health Radio. Please welcome my guest, Katherine Carrigan.
2: Hello, Catherine. Hi, Natalie, and thank you everybody out there for listening. And my goal is to uplift you and hopefully give you practical, useful information that you can use in your life today. I'm sure they will like
1: definitely use it. So let's start. I always start with this, how everything started. How did you become an
2: intuitive healer? And what well, about? I, I really want to kind of tie it back to the topic of your show because I really love that you're a happiness coach. and two of my ten books are about how to heal depression naturally without drugs. So I have to start and I, I'm going to be really real with everybody. Because sometimes you see a person and they seem to be all successful and they seem like you know every hair is in place and you know it doesn't feel like they're a real person. So <clears throat> when I was younger, my first marriage, I spent two years in a support group for battered women, okay? And I remember at the time journaling about everything that had bat- that that had happened to me. And I remember writing in my journal, this is ridiculous. I actually really want to be happy. So I was like this. I was like, I don't know how to be happy, but I want that, whatever that is, or however you do it. So I literally went about changing my life. And I remember in my early 30s, I thought, I had gone to Brown University, Ivy League University. I was Phi Beta Kappa. And I thought, you know, if I just put 10% of my intelligence towards being healthy and happy, I, I might actually, you know, be that way. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm now 62 years old. Okay. It's all real. But it really started by setting that intention to be happy. And so if you're out there listening no matter how bad your life looks, no matter how depressed you are, I just want you to like really think about that so that you can set your intention to be happy even if you don't know what that looks like or how to do that. So at any rate, long story. Um, Also at that time, I had been on lithium and antidepressants for 18 years. So I had done everything the doctors told me to do. I was the perfect patient and I was still extremely unhealthy and frankly miserable in a, in a marriage where with this man who physically abused me and going to the support, the YWCA support group for battered women. And I'm like enough, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've really had enough. <laughs> and, um, so, um, what happened was that I got really, really sick. And in one of my books, my 10th book, actually, Reading the Soul, I people talk about there's different ter- terms for it, like a dark night of the soul. Right. And so maybe some of your listeners are going through a dark night of the soul where they're like, man, you know, I'm in an abusive relationship or I'm, you know, catastrophically depressed. This is ridiculous, right? So at any rate, I got really sick. And um, for me, it was a major turning point because it was like, all right, I've been the perfect patient. I did everything the doctors told me to do. And I'm I'm still sick. and I'm still depressed. You know, this is, you know, it's like it's not working. So I was very blessed because I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and someone at the time told me about a gentleman who did natural healing. So I started working with him, and I got better. I was like, wow, this is really interesting. Whatever he's telling me to do works. And I did exactly what the doctors did, told me to do, and it didn't work. And also at the time, the doctors were really perplexed because they're like, we don't know what to do with you. And that was a really scary place to be and um i can relate to that as a medical intuitive healer because most of my clients who come to me now they've been to all the doctors they've been everywhere and they can't figure out what to do why why that's not working so I was at that point and um so i started doing natural healing and because it was working i was like wow I want to do what this gentleman does. I want to help people. I want to be, I want to help people be healthier and happier. And so I started studying and um, I have a mentor in healing in Canada. I did did her entire program four times. (laughs) And, And so I just always study. And when I hear about natural healing methods that are effective, then I go and study that. And so I love learning and you know, here we are. I'm now 62. I've been off all drugs since I was 34. And um, basically, what I do is help people be healthier and happier naturally without drugs. So I tell people if there's something that you can do naturally, that's what I do. So and what what do you mean naturally? What is the difference between what
1: you do or what they helped you with than the you know, like the doctors, what they do, the medical, medicals are doing.
2: Yes. Well, and and I want to back up by saying that I always say to people, I have great respect for medical doctors. Of course. My brother's a doctor. My dad's a doctor. My grandfather was doctor. My great grandfather's doctor was, my uncle's a doctor. So every profession has its place. Um, But I'll, I'll give the example of yesterday. I saw a gentleman, he came in, and he's completely exhausted. He thought that he had Lyme disease. He was literally on 35 different medications. Okay. And one of the things that I talked to him about, and, and he's gone all over the world trying to get better. And uh, But nobody's sat there and talked to him about how the different medications interact. And I'm like, okay, you need to actually do the research, Um to find out how these drugs interact. Because most people are on drugs. They're not just on one drug. They're on multiple drugs. And the doctors, as good as they are and as well-meaning as they are, frequently they're not looking at, you know, how are all these drugs interacting? So to answer your question, basically in natural healing, we talk about self-responsibility and self-empowerment. And looking at What can I do to be healthy and happy? And um, so we're going to talk about this at length. But um, and when I'm working with clients, I always start with what you can do. And this could be including eating well or taking natural healing remedies or exercising or getting enough rest. And your self-care is very important and taking care of your environment and the feng shui in your home and keeping your home environment clean, peaceful, and happy because environment is the most powerful factor. And then there are natural healers such as myself who use energy healing. And um, so in a nutshell, although traditional medicine has its place and it's absolutely helpful, natural healing talks about what you can do without drugs and without surgery whenever possible. Because frequently people, they're doing everything they're, the doctors tell them to do, and they're still sick, they're still exhausted, they're still overweight, they're still unhappy, <laughs> and it's not getting them where they need to do, be. No, I agree. So basically what you
1: do, it's a more holistic approach, and it's not just like the pills and like that problem, like the whole life problem. You know, yes. like... I had like some hormonal problems in the past. And every time that I went to see a doctor, they kept giving me, you know, like, the like I don't know, pills. They're like, you have to take pills. I'm like, no, pills are not going to help me because my estrogen is... They're going, no, 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 no. You must be perimenopause. I'm like, no, my estrogen level... They wouldn't even listen, you know? And mm. they, they kept doing... And I kept being, you know, I've been there their trial block. They were like trying all these stuff on me. I was like, no, this is not working until I decide, you know, enough with all this. I want to do what I think I should do. And like, I feel much better. Is it resolved? No, but I mean, it's not that they're going to resolve it, but I know how to live with it basically.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I, I want to make a comment about that because one of my 10 books is called Unlimited Energy Now and it's about how to recover from burnout and how to rebuild your energy and you know everything you can do on the five levels to rebuild your energy. Yeah. So going back to your hormones, before menopause, your adrenal glands, which are little glands that sit on top of your kidneys, make about 40% of your hormones, okay? After menopause, they make about 90% of your hormones. So when we go into prolonged levels of stress, our adrenal glands, there's something called cortisol steel. So when you're severely stressed for a long period of time, your body goes, well, you know, she doesn't have time to have sex or make babies, we're going to shift the production of hormones over to your stress hormones over to your adrenaline and cortisol, and you get hormonal depletion. And of course, hormonal depletion is just a natural side effect of aging. So as you learn to balance your adrenal glands and stay out of that burnout then your hormones can balance naturally but the uh, and I could go on we could have a whole talk about hormones yeah. <laughs> right because your major hormones are adrenaline, cortisol and insulin and you can't balance your female hormones until you get your major hormones balanced so uh, yeah and so and, and hormones are very tricky because any you take any hormone and it affects the balance of all the other hormones so it's really tricky (laughs) it is tricky and then like it's not one pill that's
1: going to resolve all this there's like all the lifestyle the food the sleep the relaxing you know like there's like a lot of things around and unfortunately well the doctors as you said i have most utmost respect but they don't have time you're like one of one number you're not one person like You know, like as special as you feel you are. So you should kind of be your own doctor at the beginning. And then like, you know, your symptoms, you know, what's wrong with you more than a doctor.
2: Yeah. You know, my brother is a brilliant medical doctor. I adore him. I respect him. I had lunch with him recently when I was down visiting family. And he said, I saw 25 patients before lunch. (laughs) But I, I can't believe that. So it's like, you know, so
1: we go to see the doctor, we say with the problem. The doctor is like, okay, she's saying she doesn't sleep, she has sweats, check. She's perimenopausal or menopausal, you know, like, okay, take this and then go. Next one. They don't yeah. have time. I mean, like yes. if they were doing this, they, they would they wouldn't see a lot of clients, the patients, not clients. So yeah. it's kind of blocks, but us as humans and as patients. We want a bit more compassion and someone who listens a little bit more. It's where you come in.
2: And they have time. My shortest appointment is an hour, right? Yeah.
1: So you you take every aspect of their life, and then I mean, besides being, you have like the power of intuition, and then you do the energies. But like at the beginning, you kind of do like a holistic. Life health coach, you take every aspect of, of their life and then you study with them what's wrong and what's good in it? Yeah.
2: So Natalie, there's basically two things that I do. I do medical intuitive readings with people all over the world. And also I do healing work over time with people all over the world. When I um, When I do medical intuitive reading, I read what's happening with you On the physical level, and you know what that is, your physical body, your energy body, which includes your chakras, your acupuncture radiance and your breath, the emotional part of you, which is the largest part of anybody, your mind, which is your thoughts and beliefs, and also what's going on with you at the soul level. Because you are a soul having a human experience and everything that's happening to you, is happening because of what's going on with you at the soul. So when you when you understand your soul process that helps to enlighten everything. And when you work on the soul level, that's the most powerful level to do healing work with.
1: Yeah, that's like the part that we're going to go deep in <laughs> because like I want to know how you do it and then if we can heal ourselves as well. If like everybody has that power to be able to heal themselves. That's like very important, you know, the our intuitive power, if it's possible. We're about to take our first break. We're talking with Catherine Carrigan about healing from the inside out (laughs) without medicine, just naturally, holistically. We will be back just after the break.
0: become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america is something missing from your life and you can't define what it is are you someone who seems to have it all yet are missing the most important thing to be happy the Hungry for Happy online course may just be what you need now. Natalie Botros has created this course for you to find happiness, regardless of your body issues and or relationship status. Take the online questionnaire now to find out if this is a good match for you at the bond vivantgirlcom and click happiness course. Whatever your budget, Natalie the Happiness Fairy has set up plans to help everyone find their happiness. Get a preview of the curriculum before you take the happiness plunge. Visit the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. In Natalie's own words, What do
1: you have to lose? Say yes. Be happy.
0: The Hungry for Happy online course is waiting for you now at the bond-vivantgirl.com. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com you're listening to say yes be happy to reach our show today we invite you to phone in to one 472 5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to bvg at the bond-vivantgirl.com now back to say yes be happy
1: welcome back everyone i'm natalie will your host i'm talking with Catherine kerrigan about intuitive healing, waking our intuitive power and healing naturally. During the break, we, we received a question. Someone is asking, I will be having surgery on my left ovary next week. Does that part of the body correspond to something that has happened in my life? Does it mean something? I have a big cyst there and my ovary may have to go as well.
2: Okay, so if, um, I'm going to make some general comments, and I'm going to make some specific comments. First of all, I'm really sorry that you have to have surgery. Um, This can be, I'm really sorry. That's a tough area to have surgery on. So every part of your body has emotions associated with it. So you can tell me a muscle, an organ, or any part of your body, and I can talk to you about it. Um, And then I, but there is general sort of general applications and also specific so this individual who is asking me what i'm seeing is that energetically she has tremendous congestion in her second chakra so you have energy vortexes in your body called they're called chakras second chakras the area below your belly button it has to do with sexuality and power and Ideally, we need to balance our sexuality and our power. So sometimes people go too much in their sexuality or too much in their power, and it shuts one or the other one off. But I'm basically seeing tremendous congestion in that lady's second chakra. The ovaries in general, in, in general, and again, I'm talking about for all of us, have to do with creativity. And for this particular individual, I'm seeing blocked creativity. And the other thing is that our diet can very much affect our our organ health and soy products are um, full of artificial estrogens. And um, I believe this individual needs to get off gluten, but not just wheat and gluten products, but also soy products. So I always say, don't eat soy unless you want to have fat thighs and fibroid tumors. (laughs) And um, in this, in the U.S., soy is not even treated like a food crop, Um, so they can spray whatever they want on it. It's extremely toxic. Most people who are sensitive to wheat are also sensitive to soy. So I recommend this person go on a gluten-free and soy-free diet. Um, also, you can include flaxseed in your diet. Flax seeds, whole flax seeds, will actually pull bad estrogen out of your body. And a lot of us women have excess estrogen. And I believe this person's hormones are out of balance as well. So, but including flaxseed in your diet can pull bad estrogens out of your body and be extremely helpful. But I'm really sorry that you're having to go through surgery. And I'm hoping for you that it is a breakdown to a breakthrough so that you take this as an opportunity to take better care of your health.
1: Yeah, I hope this helped. (laughs) And it's interesting. So, yes, you said excess um, soy brings also excess estrogen. So that's like a very important thing that all the ladies who are listening to us should really be careful. And what does soy do for men? Does it like, it doesn't hurt them? As usual, us
2: women, we're like the ones suffering with everything. Yeah, soy is not an ideal food for anybody. Yes. Okay. So let's go
1: to my questions, unless we receive other questions. Um, I want to talk about, I mean, I know that you have 10 books, but I want to talk about the book that concentrate about healing. The name of the book is What is Healing? Awakening Your Intuitive Power for Health and Happiness. So we kind of talk a little bit about healing, but I know that there are like five levels of healing. Can we talk about those?
2: Right. So in my work, part of the reason that my work is so effective is that I work on all five levels. So what are the five levels of healing? So first of all, there's the physical body. So when we go to our wonderful medical doctors, they work on the physical body and you can do lab tests and they tell you what's going on, on all the levels in your organs and so on. So we know what the physical body is, your organs, your bones, your muscles, all the organ systems. The second level of healing is your energy system. So this includes your acupuncture meridians, the chakras and the breath. Then there's the emotional body. Now, we have to understand that emotions can shut down literally any physiological process. And if you don't believe me, I'll, I'll give an example of this. So years ago, I was on vacation. I was in Los Angeles, and I was driving to a yoga class, and I was feeling great and very happy. And I got a call while I was driving that my professor from Brown University, who was like the father I always wanted and never had, I... I just heard that he had died. So I went from all of a sudden just being really, really happy to being not only really sad and crying, I, I could hardly move my body. So I remember just sort of lying on the floor and just weeping because I was so sad. Yeah. So Emotions have a huge effect on us. And then there's your mind and your mind is your thoughts and beliefs. And, um, and then finally, there's the soul level. So the soul level has to do with what you came in. You are a soul, in my experience. You are a soul having a human experience. And everything that's happening to you is happening on the soul level. So if you're manifesting something in your life, it's because your soul needs that experience. Whether it's like, I need to have the surgery to realize I... You know, I need to take better care of my body. I need to realize how everything is interconnected. Now, the thing to understand is that your soul controls your mind and your mind, your thoughts and beliefs control your emotions. That's why when you change your thoughts and you change your beliefs, you can have a different emotional experience and then your emotions control your energy system and your energy system controls your physical body so when you have when you go to a doctor and they've been di- they diagnosed you with a disease or an illness it's already manifested in your physical body and the way that healing works the way natural healing works works is you've got to push it out of your physical through the energy system through the emotions through the mind and the soul And so when you work on all five levels at once, the soul, the mind, the emotions, the energy system, and the physical, you're addressing all aspects of yourself, and then you can have very, very rapid healing. And, um, but what happens to most of us is we think, eh, I just, you know, this is just happening on this physical level, but you don't understand, I need surgery, Absolutely. It's happening on the physical level. But what also is what's happening on the energetic level? What are the emotions that you've been holding that allowed that illness to crystallize? So in a nutshell, um, this ease begins in the energy body, comes into the physical body. And when we want to heal, we have to push it out through all those five levels. So how do we do that? I mean, I understand the concept, but let's take, like, can
1: you give us an example with one of your clients, like without, obviously without saying their name, like with the problem that the doctor, like they couldn't resolve with the doctors, how do you go back, you know, push back to, to the soul?
2: Absolutely. Great question. So, you know, I start with a medical intuitive reading because I want to look at what's happening in, on all five levels. So, um, Okay. I'll give an example. Um, I've worked with ladies. I have six babies who were born because they worked with their mother who was having trouble with fertility. So I'll look at, okay, that's a good example because that's a happy example, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, what was it, what was going on with them at the soul level? And, you know, this could be different things. So maybe they Um, they weren't really happy about their own life. They hadn't accepted their own incarnation. So how can you bring in another soul to be born if you're not really happy about being fully alive yourself? What are the thoughts and beliefs that you're holding? Um, So lots of people think, uh, you know, it's not fun to be a mother. Or if I... If I'm a mother, my whole life has to change, or my relationship (laughs) is going to be ruined, or if I give birth to a baby, I'm going to have an ugly body. (laughs) I just interviewed this lady for my radio show. She had six children, and you would think somebody with six kids would be, like, worn out and ugly. She was just absolutely radiant. So what are your (laughs) thoughts and beliefs that are holding me back? And then what are your emotions, right? So what's your relationship with your husband like? You know, are you holding a lot of resentment towards your husband? And that tension is um, keeping you from, you know, intimacy. What's happening on the energetic level? Like we talked about that lady who's about to have surgery and I'm seeing a lot of congestion in her second chakra. And this could be congestion in that area could be, not fully letting go of old relationships. That's very, very common, especially from women. And when you break up with somebody, let's say your boyfriend and girlfriend for a while, anytime you are sexually intimate with someone, you form energetic cord connections between you and this other person. When you break up with that person, or if you break up with that person, you want to cut the cords and release the energetic connection to that other person. I've had clients, they were maybe divorced 12 years ago, and they're still energetically connected to their ex. And so that's creating a lot of congestion. And then finally, what's happening on the physical level, their hormones are out of balance because they're in adrenal burnout. They're in adrenal burnout because they're over-exercising, they're not getting enough sleep, they're you know, eating in um, hormonally inappropriate ways, yeah. right?
1: So how do you help them to let go? Do you do, do you clear their chakras? Do you do you Do like energies? Like what, what do you do to clear that? Or like, I mean, obviously they have to do the work too, but how do you help them with that process?
2: Yes. So I'm a master healer and I have a very big menu on that. Um, so for example, this afternoon, I'm going to do healing work with a gentleman to clear past life vows. So it's my experience that your soul has been around, <laughs> like you've done this before. And I suspect like Natalie has been a happy person in many lifetimes. She's figured <laughs> that out, <laughs> you know? And, and and so whatever you're here to do in this lifetime, whatever your soul is here to do, you may have practiced that. In many lifetimes so for example let's say you're a really good singer we well, may have done that many many times i know for myself i've 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 done inner work because it's like this level of skill that i have as a medical intuitive it's it, it, it i know i have done that in met in many many lifetimes so how do we discover what
1: if we did it in our past lives is there like a way to discover that
2: Yes, there is a way to, there's many ways actually of discovering that. But any anyway, rate, but so in this, this afternoon, for example, I'm going to work with a client to per, uh, clear past life vows. So what are, I'm, I'll give you an example of a past life vow. A past life vow is a promise that you made to yourself in this or another lifetime. So I'll give you an example. A lot of people, um, they were a monk or a nun in another lifetime and they took vows of chastity and poverty (laughs) that's no fun (laughs) that's not a recipe for happiness so you look at i'll look at you know what are the past life vows that someone took that um, they're carrying through in this lifetime that may be affecting their health and happiness Another one. Anyway, so there's a lot of vows that you could have taken. That's one example. Yeah. Yeah. So I have someone who's asking what
1: kind of healing work? What is the matter? Is it Reiki, what you're doing?
2: I am a Reiki master teacher, but again, I've studied healing modalities from all over the world. Um, So... (laughs) I, I, if you want to know more about my modalities, you can look at my website, Um, So, everything- we'll added
1: oh, anyway the website, but yes, yeah. definitely. She yeah. has like a laugh on her. She
2: does a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, um, now
1: let's go to primary intuitive gifts. I know that we have four primary intuitive gifts. And it's like through which we can receive communication
2: from our souls. So can you talk a little bit about that? Okay. So this is, again, if you don't remember anything that I say today, except for this, this is what I want you to remember. You are a soul and your soul is always trying to communicate with you. And when you listen to your soul and when you follow your soul guidance, then your life Is so much easier. It's easier to be led to that which makes you healthy, that which makes you happy. Now, there's four primary psychic gifts. And and so another word that I use for intuition is simply soul guidance. So the four primary gifts, claircognizance, clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience. So let me break these down. So the most common um, kind of soul gift is actually clairsentience, which is psychic feeling. The people who are high in clairsentience, uh, they read the energy. They, they, there's some great quote. It's something like, read the vibes. Energy doesn't lie. Right? So so when, and, and I, anyway, so clairsentience, psychic feeling. And, um, and all the gifts have an upside and a downside. And you can read more about this in my book, Unlimited Intuition Now. Now the next gift is clairvoyance. And this is the gift that can read auras. Um, it can um, uh, also, it, it receives information in terms of inner vision. So you may see a symbol inside of your mind. Um, Read auras, see angels. Then there is clear audience, and clear audience receives information in terms of words or uh, sound. And then finally, there's clear cognizance. This is the gift that Edgar Casey had. Edgar Casey was a very famous medical intuitive, he's now deceased. That is my gift. So clear cognizance is the gift of just knowing. So people said, people ask me, how do you know what you know? (laughs) It's like when I, like I started a medical intuitive reading this morning and um, I do medical intuitive readings for a, a healing center in Costa Rica. Before they hired me, the owner got readings on himself from five different professional intuitives from all over the world. And they hired me because I'm the most accurate. So For five years, I have done medical intuitive reading. So people will fill out a form. They tell me their name. They send in their photographs. And for me, it's like doing dictation. It's like (laughs) I'm just writing down what my guidance says. And um, so the claircognizant gift is the fastest gift. um, And all the gifts have an upside and downside. Yes. So we're about to take our
1: second break, but I want to talk about that, and I want to also talk if everybody can have those, or like if we can develop those, 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 you know, voyances. Let's say. Yeah. I'm Natalie Botros, your host. I'm talking with Catherine Kerrigan, and we will be back just after the break.
2: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.
0: Is something missing from your life and you can't define what it is? Are you someone who seems to have it all, yet are missing the most important thing, to be happy? The Hungry for Happy online course may just be what you need now. Natalie Botros has created this course for you to find happiness. Regardless of your body issues and or relationship status, take the online questionnaire now to find out if this is a good match for you at the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. Whatever your budget, Natalie, the happiness fairy, has set up plans to help everyone find their happiness. Get a preview of the curriculum before you take the happiness plunge. Visit the bond-vivantgirl.com and click happiness course. In Natalie's own words, what do you have to lose?
1: Say yes, be happy.
0: The Hungry for Happy online course is waiting for you now at the bond-vivantgirl.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. To reach our show today, we invite you to phone in to 1 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to bvg at the bond vivantgirl.com. Now, back to say yes, be happy.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Natalie Botros, your host. I'm talking with Catherine Kerrigan. Just before the break, we were talking about the four primary intuitive gifts. And now I want to go deeper because during the break, Catherine was telling me that each of them has like good effects and bad effects, pros and cons. So let's get into that.
0: All
2: right. Well, I want to start with a quote from Mother Teresa. And Mother Teresa said, if you judge people, you have no no time to love them. And when I wrote my book, What is Healing? Awaken Your Intuitive Power for Health and Happiness. When I started, my one thought is when you love someone or something unconditionally, you know whatever it is that you need to know. Right. So when we're talking about receiving your soul guidance, part of what you have to do is you have to set your ego mind aside. Okay. So, what is your ego? Your ego is the part of you that wants to be right, the part of you that wants to look good and be famous and have everything perfect on the outside. Um, The ego is also an aspect of our shadow self. So, you've got to set your shadow aside. You've got to set your ego aside. And even myself, I went to Ivy League College, Phi Beta Kappa, author of 10 books. You know, I'm always studying, always learning. But when I do a reading, I set aside everything I think I know. (laughs) So I want to listen at the soul level. So when you want to receive information from your soul, you have to set aside everything that you think you know. And um, so even people who read my readings, they say the people in SoSif people think, oh they you googled me. I don't Google you. <laughs> I, I'm asking it from my soul what it is that your soul needs to hear. So you have to understand that you've got to have a process of setting your ego mind aside. What does that look like like? Prayer, meditation. I begin every day with prayer and um, and asking for guidance. So you want to have ways of setting your ego mind aside. And even a lot of people, I think, are afraid to receive soul guidance. You know, whether it's I'm afraid I'm not good enough. That's a big one. And you have to understand that. Again, you're a soul. You've lived here multiple times. Your soul's always trying to guide you. <laughs> and I, I always say, and I've used the word God here. Some people prefer universal source. You know, when you're, when you're paying attention, you only have to get tapped on the shoulders. And angels can just tap you on their shoulders. If you've gotten hit over the head, it's because you're not paying attention. So, um, all right. So the four gifts and their upside and downside. So let's talk about clairsentience because I agree with Natalie. She said, I think I'm clairsentient. I'm like, absolutely. So when you're clairsentient, you feel, you literally feel the energy. It's the feeling gifts. So what's good about the feelers, I call them feelers, is they're great people, people because you're automatically so tuned in to how other people feel. I've never seen any of my feeler clients inadvertently hurt somebody's feeling. They just kind of know how everybody's feeling and how to talk to people. So they're great people, people. Now, what's the downside of the clairsentience? Downside is um, codependence, because it's so easy to confuse what you're feeling so that you don't know is this my feeling or this somebody else's feeling so yesterday for example i was working with a lady who's a psychologist and she's had severe digestive problems she's gone to all these doctors they're like there's nothing wrong with you and i was talking to her about the rage that she feels at her son and i'm like you don't have good enough boundaries with your son (laughs) and she was anyway doing that so When you're clairsentient, it's very easy to confuse how you feel with how other people feel. One of the things that I get my clairsentient people to do three times a day, get by yourself and ask yourself, how do I feel? So let's say you wake up in the morning, you feel great, you feel lots of energy. And if your energy shifts within the next eight hours, as I like to joke, is that me or Memorex? It's, in other words, it's like, did you pick up some, you know, you went to the store and somebody was grumpy or your partner's grumpy wow. or you're picking up the energy somewhere around you and it, your energy shifted. So you have to get super clear on how you feel and so that you can differentiate out. All right. So the audience gift. So that's one of the fast gifts. Claire Cognizant is also one of the fast gifts. So audience people, they make excellent public speakers. They can just open their mouth and start speaking and inspire everybody. Um, but one of the downside of the audience gifts is that because it comes in as words, it's easy to get um, your ego mind confused up with your soul guidance. So, and this is, this is sort of ironic because most of the time we're taught stop and think about it. <laughs> stop and think. Well, if you stop and think, that's your ego mind. When it comes in really, really fast, that's your soul guidance if you're high and clear audience. Next, um, and the clear audience gift can be very super blunt. They're like, that shirt looks stupid because they're they're yeah. it's coming in so fit, fast. Oftentimes they don't have the filter like the filter it in their there mouth. Yeah. People, but... <laughs> now the clairvoyant gift again receives information in terms of pictures. So these are our visual artists, uh, people who are great at interior decorating, um, people who are really good at making the world a beautiful place. But one of the downsides of the clairvoyant gift is you get stuck in your picture. So let's say you've been a librarian your whole life, and your, you know, your life looks a certain way. And then suddenly you lose your job. Well, you can't, you literally can't see any other picture. So what helps with the clairvoyant gift is to create two pictures. I could be happy. As a hunter, and I get up every day and go out into the woods, or I could be happy as a fisherman, and I get up early and I go down the boat with all my buddies. Yeah. So seeing two pictures helps you get out of that stuck visual picture. The clear cognizant gift, which is my gift, you receive information so fast and so far ahead of time that there's usually no supporting information. So I'll give this example. Um, In 2005, I was in London, okay? And long story, I was supposed to go and do healing work um, at a clinic, and a friend of mine had set it up for 10 of his clients to see me. Well, I called him up two days before this, and he'd spent literally about two months scheduling everybody to come see me. Two days ahead, I call him up and I, I apologize. I said, I'm really sorry. I just can't come. And he was, re- everybody was really upset with me until that morning, I, <laughs> the subway blew up and 53 people died um, on the subway, on the bus. I wasn't on the bus. The people who were supposed to come see me were not on the bus. And so when you're clear cognizant, you get information like way ahead, and there's no supporting information. <laughs> so how I got information about that was quite interesting because I didn't um, I didn't get information that it was a terrorist attack. I remember I was I was on a train, the the subway blew up on a Thursday. On a Monday, I was on a train and I just felt this huge wave of incoming negativity, and I was like, What is that? And I didn't know what it was. I thought somebody must be talking trash about me. I am a Reiki master healer. I put my, I tried to stop the energy. I couldn't stop it. And then I was at a crystal shop. I went to a crystal shop and I thought I need these crystals. Well, I went home, looked up what they were and they're to protect a psychic attack. Next day, Wednesday, I go into the center of London, in and out, no trouble. And um, and then that Thursday morning when I was supposed to be working, I was just out walking in the sunshine. I come back, watch the television, and the subway blew up. So when you're high in clear cognizance and you receive information I'm not supposed to be, I'm not supposed yeah. to go there right now. Yeah, you know it, you feel it, but you have that feeling. Do you think that everybody
1: has intuitive gifts and they, it's not developed or like everybody can have all of them or like how does it work?
2: Yes. So everybody has, everybody has the gifts. In my opinion, everybody has all of the gifts, but there's going to be certain gifts that are going to be easier for you to develop. So just like I'm not, a tennis player or i'm not a professional golf player and a golfer would go oh anybody can play golf well i you would have to really train me <laughs> train yeah you have
1: to train yourself basically to be yes. to to wake up like those those powers yeah. like intuitive powers
2: yeah so part of what i do is i help people understand how their soul communicates with you because if you're let's say you're a clear sentient and you're trying to receive visions well that may not be the primary way you receive information so you want to understand how your soul communicates with you number one you understand how your soul communicates with you number two you want to understand how your soul how your soul gifts work so that when you receive the information you don't sit there and second guess yourself yeah i understand yeah. So uh, we don't have a
1: lot of time left, but I want to talk about the angels and the spiritual guides. So can we, we, we all have angels and spiritual guides around us and we, some of us can see them, some of us can feel them, some of us don't.
2: Yes. And um, and if you want to see angels, I encourage you to visit my website, CatherineKurigan.com, because I have an entire page of angel photographs that I've taken with my iPhone. And I tell people about that. It's like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. And then you go go and look. It's like, oh my God, there are angels. And um, so, um, and and most of these are photographs that I have taken. But I have readers also who have sent me photographs that they've taken of they angels take around them. Okay. So it's my experience because you're a soul, you have angels and spiritual guides around you. So everybody's got a guardian angel. And um, I'll tell this story of uh, my, my last book, my 10th book, um, Reading the Soul. Before I wrote that book, um, I received information that Archangel Michael would help me write that book, and I have books that took me like three years to write. <laughs> and this our, one was very fast, right? Yes, I, I every day I prayed and meditated with Archangel Michael, and I wrote the book in a month.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, like we have to. I know that we're we're almost out of time, and but you have like so many books and like all the information the the listeners can find them on on your website. It's Catherine
2: Yes, absolutely. And they can like
1: how they can contact you through the website. They can contact you.
2: Yes. Catherine at Catherine And while you're there, absolutely look at the angel photos. And part of the reason that that that. I I share that is so that you know that we live in a beautiful world. I mean, lots of people feel hopeless. That's why you work with Natalie. You live and you're surrounded by divine love and light every single day, 24-7. There is not one second of the day that you're actually alone. Even when you feel lonely, you are surrounded by angels. And when you learn how to listen to your angels and listen to your soul guidance, you can be uplifted and your life can really enter the miraculous. (laughs) Yes, it's true.
1: Katrin, thank you so much for being my guest. I have to have you again for more details or like, like one specific subject because like you have such a knowledge and like I have so many questions. So thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. And I'm going to say bye for now and have an amazing week. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Say Yes, Be Happy. Please join Natalie Botros for another show next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listen to this program again or any of our past episodes on demand and on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, keep saying yes and find your happiness.